everyone welcome to the second estate um every week on this podcast i do the intro and i have to say something about avril lavigne's tie at the start of every ep for some reason and i'm really sick of it and i just don't find it funny at all but do people like it like is this an inside joke that we now have with our listeners and you'd be upset if i stopped doing it if someone could let me know that would be great you're um, the only person responsible for that injury. Like, I, I don't know. Why do you actually have that much of an issue with it? I just don't find it funny. So if people like it, like if they feel like, you know, like, oh, it's kind of an expected part of the podcast now and they'd be like upset if I didn't keep doing it. Let me know and I'll like soldier on. But anyway, um, hello to our loyal listeners oh. and also um, to our maybe our new listeners who would have turned off after that. Uh, mm-hmm. As usual, we are going to be going over a couple of culturally relevant stories from the week and then taking a deep dive into one in particular. Like always, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer. I'm Hannah Seymour and I sound like this today because once again, I'm very hungover. Um, But in today's episode, we'll be discussing the annual phenomenon of Spotify Wrapped, the wonderful world of Matthew Morrison hate TikToks, and finally reviewing Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special on Apple TV+. Woohoo! So, yeah. You sound um, very uh, sensual. I know. It's kind of sexy. Very sexy. Hannah's putting it on. I'm actually faking it. (laughs) I've just decided to rebrand as someone with a husky voice. Yeah. It does sound it. like it's difficult for me to get out every word, and you would be correct if you thought that <laughs> it, it does feel difficult for me too. So, so if Hannah's not laughing at my jokes. It's not because she's not actually laughing. It's mm. just because she can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I physically am not able to. It's very professional of me as someone who makes a podcast that completely relies on your ability to speak for me to turn up and sound like this, but... It's fine. Alas. I mean, it's weird. It is what it is. Once again, you guys don't pay us to do this. We are unpaid. (laughs) If we wanted to sit in silence, we could for an hour. Just deal with it. What do we do if we eventually are able to monetize the podcast? We then actually can't can't. use that excuse. We can't threaten them. Unless they're like, you know, Patreon subscribers. Those are the people that can get mad about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you would like us to make a Patreon and pay us. Then you can get mad about my voice. Yeah, I'm happy for that. I'll yeah, do that me, if you yeah. Want. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, let's start on OnlyFans. You get explicit podcast content. We'll do it naked. <laughs> Actually, we just do the podcast completely normally. Like it's just the normal podcast. We just re-record it with us without any clothes on. So it's like, <laughs> and it's, we just like sort of mouth the words, like um, as if it was dubbed. Oh, it's like podcast porn. It's a new a new um category on Pornhub. Podcast porn. It's just people doing podcasts naked. The Sounds content cool. of the podcast isn't explicit. It's mm. just the the nature in which it's Yeah, formed. no, just the recording. <laughs> I recently so discovered stupid, sorry. Oh, Alfie, I know that was podcast. offensive. Oh. Um no, I, I've recently, um, since our like talking about Trisha Paytas last week, I've become like fully immersed in her 
online world and um, <laughs> the Frenemies podcast, just to anyone yeah. who hasn't heard that podcast, you should listen. It's great. It's excellent. It's excellent. I agree. But I realised some of the content of her OnlyFans is her, like, I don't know if we want to make our podcast explicit, but I can say she, like, it'll be, like, her squirting for a minute. Like, it is, is it, it sounds like Did you go on it? Yeah. No, I didn't go on it. They were talking oh. about it on Frenemies. I'm just oh. scared to go on it. But it sounds truly insane. Like, it sounds like it's very... No, I think it, she made it free. I think it was yesterday. I got home and I went on YouTube. No, because she had a video oh, no. being, like, I saw this deleting too. this today. First <laughs> immediately clicked. Yeah, first 100 people um, that click through to my OnlyFans are going to get it for free or whatever. And yeah. obviously I was, like, the, you know, 40,000th person to watch yeah. the YouTube video. So I, I didn't click on it. No, yeah. I'm not sure I would have wanted to see. I no. think it would be a bit a bridge too far. It would be. It's weird. Like, like, I feel like I'm a huge Trisha Paytas fan, but her OnlyTrish.com is the only... <laughs> One of her media um, platforms that I just don't think I can commit to watching. Yeah, no. Um, but if anyone wants us to make an OnlyFans, oh. it will not be anything like Trisha Paytas's <laughs> if that's what you were hoping for. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we can just do podcasts naked. <laughs> so fucking just from the neck up, so you can't even tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's just here. Yeah. It's like and we just we say promise. we're naked. Yeah, you, you have, have to, like, to use your imagination. It's like, you know. It's yeah. More, yeah. Anyway, it's creative. Um, you actually have to use your brain a bit. Yeah, exactly. We love to yeah. challenge our listeners. Yes, we do. Oh. Even with podcast porn. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's start. Let's spare them from any more okay. of that. All right. So the first story, um, as most of us who use Instagram or Twitter will have noticed throughout the past week, Spotify recently released its annual Spotify Wrapped list where you can view your most streamed songs, artists, genres, and podcasts, and then also how your listening stacks up with, like, the rest of the world. Um, and what comes with Spotify Wrapped is people posting their results, usually their top artists, to their Instagram stories. Um, and this has sort of been, I feel like, increasing in popularity over the past few years, but basically today we want to discuss this whole social phenomenon and what it means, if anything, um, but to start, Sarah, what were your Spotify wrapped results? <laughs> okay, I just want to preface mine by saying mine sucks every yeah. year and it doesn't mm-hmm. even suck in like an embarrassing way. Like I wish I had my embarrassing ones in there because at least it would be songs that I listen to. Yeah. But my wrapped is like 70% like well, because I probably spend 70% of my time listening to me, like when I'm listening to music, it's at the gym mm. or probably the other 30% is driving and my mm. gym playlists are like so sp- specifically fucked that all of my top songs are from my gym playlists and so and they're like not really the music that I like I guess listen to I mean it okay, is what are they okay so <laughs> I want to know okay so my first my top song no you're just gonna you're not even gonna be like that's embarrassing you're just gonna be like what the fuck I just want to know what it is though my top song was Dancing Queen ABBA <laughs> <laughs> like next is Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa. Oh, that's a great song. Third is Sorry, Justin Bieber. That's so random. No, that's so much saying. It's all my gym playlist. It's fourth, so is, fourth is Find You Again, Mark Ronson, Feet, Camilla Cabello. And fifth is Gimme, 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 another ABBA song. <laughs> Do you listen to ABBA at the gym? I have their, like, might have 
two gym playlists. One is massive and one is like 20 songs and they're all from the 20 song playlist. For some they, reason, the thought of you always. playing ABBA at the gym. Always. A cardio. So not, not on. Not... You on the treadmill dancing queen. No, but it must be like the right beats per minute or something. Yeah. Like it's like, because that's, and it's so sad because I want to actually know what I actually listen to. Not I like that rap. I think that's actually a good that, I thought you were going to be like random EDM songs that I wouldn't know, but I love I that. I, think I, don't, I don't know. It would be, I, wish, I wish it was like random hyperpop. That's what I yeah. love, but no. I think everyone I, wishes their rap was something a bit cooler yeah. than it is. Mine just sucks. My yeah. whole fucking top 100 playlist is only my gym playlist. That's yeah. all the songs in it. Who are your top <laughs> artists? Um, my top artists are much better. Mm-hmm. Kanye, <laughs> Charlie XCX. Um, Lana Del Rey, Taylor Swift, and Gucci Mane. I don't know how he managed to get in there, but he did. Random, but that checks out. um, Yeah, that's normal. That's like, yes, that's who I listen to. I'm not ashamed, but the others are just... Anyway, (laughs) who were yours? Sorry by Justin Bieber is so rogue. No, to be honest, that's the one that should be in there. (laughs) It's um, more than it's like, it's a fucking great song. It's It's more that it's like... Do you really listen to Sorry by Justin Bieber well, that apparently often? Apparently, like... I listen to Dancing Queen 30 times, so that's the maximum <laughs> I listen to to any song. It's not even that many to No, be it's not. So that's no. why I'm like, just blows. I'm going back to Apple Music. Anyway, yeah. what, what, what were yours? Uh, so my top songs, I actually don't even have the full list because I'm convinced this is inaccurate. But so am I. Keep going. They yeah. are literally all just Taylor Swift songs from Folklore. Yeah. And, like, mind you, I listened to that album a lot. I love mm. that album. But I'm convinced there are other songs from other artists that I listened to just as much. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, it's just boring. I'm like, okay, yeah, we know I, like, love mm. Taylor Swift. But, like, can you just show me what else I listened to in my top songs as well? Yeah. Anyway, my top artists were obviously Taylor Swift, Haim, the Dixie Chicks, Laura Marling and Casey Mouse Graves. So you really like a specific kind I of artist. Definitely like and that's pretty accurate. Like I do love yeah. a bit of like lame country pop oh, it's sort of vibe. Uh but one of my top genres was Stomp and Holler. That's <laughs> fucking funny. It's like I assume the Dixie sorry, I should call them the chicks, but I just Oh yeah. The okay. the chicks are um I think that's what Stomp and Holler is, like country. Sort of like, um, what's their one about Earl? That Earl had to die. That'd be awesome. Whatever Stomp and Holler is. I think that's Stomp and Holler. Um, And Vapor Soul. Okay, you got random ones. Mine were boring again. Oh. Mine were pop, rap, dance pop, pop, rap, and rock. I don't know. I mean, that. Like, that's, no, they're just genres. Like yeah, I got pop, pop, rock, and Australian pop as my top three. I was like, yeah, yeah. those are not three genres. That's one genre. Like, yeah, you can't, exactly. Why is Australian pop a different genre from pop? <laughs> yeah, Amy Shark has to be categorised separately. That's fair. Amy Shark should be categorised separately. But I'm not sure if Australian pop is the word I'd use. Um, no, neither. What were your top podcasts? Obviously this one. Yes. Uh, this is like the only podcast I'd listen to. I'm in I actually don't know. I didn't get the full list. Oh. Do you get a list? Yeah. You got, said, it was part of the – it was part of mine. I don't know. The most binged – I loved this. It was like the po- podcast you binged the most. Yeah. Mine was like nature sleep sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I like okay, that. well, that makes So sense. many people got that as like their top 
top song or top artist or something like no, just like just this shit like that and they were just like yeah. okay can some stuff not be included yeah i would love that i would <laughs> no. love to delete i just want to delete the stupid fucking gym playlist from my wrapped so i can actually see what i really listen to because now every time i go to the gym i've just stopped listening to anything because i don't want it to happen <laughs> again so i'm just awkwardly not listening to anything now i wonder if people like I mean, we should dive in, I guess, to the, the broader topic of Spotify wrapped, but yeah. it does make me wonder whether people, because of this, start to curate, like actually curate oh, what they listen probably. to so that their Spotify wrapped looks good. Well, now I'm going to start fucking doing it Yeah, I'm <laughs> pissed off. I'm annoyed. I'm not embarrassed. I'm irritated. Like, yeah. um, I like yours. I find yours funny. My, it's it's like, funny, but it's yeah. just like I like. I want that my playlist babe. of the top hundred songs, but I <laughs> I already have that playlist, so I don't need yeah. that. Like, um, yeah, like just the fact that Dancing Queen is your top song is the last song I would have expected. I, I was expecting like some Jesus song by Kanye West or like a Charlie XCX song. I not... assumed it would be like seven years Charlie XCX. I thought that would be in my top as well, but or Charlie XCX wasn't in there. Malibu, Kim Petras, which is, yeah. oh my God, <laughs> such an amazing song. And I do actually listen to that song probably twice a day. So mm. I don't know why, how, the... anyway, whatever Spotify, you fucking fucked me over. <laughs> <laughs> Right, just write, like, you know, Taylor Swift wrote an open letter to Apple Music? You have to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to write an open letter to Spotify because of how shit your Spotify yeah. was. So, okay, let's let's go into the actual discussion. So I think yeah. broadly, like, the big question around Spotify wrapped is, like, one big part of it, and it's something we've both already raised, is, like, how accurate the data is. Yeah, right. Um, and unfortunately, Spotify is not particularly about, uh, particularly transparent about how data is collected and then how the results are actually calculated. Um, but I don't think we're alone in thinking that the results are inaccurate. No, like, I saw heaps of articles of people being like, I swear I didn't listen to this song like a hundred times. Yeah, or they've seen an artist and they're like, oh, I like listen to that song sometimes, but they're my top artist. And mm. it's like, it does make me wonder, like, I can't wish could actually look into like how it's calculated and whether it's but then I'm like okay we kind of go well it must be inaccurate but it's like maybe we're just like Lame. faulty humans and can't really understand that an algorithm mm. maybe knows better than we do I don't know I'm gonna start writing down every time I listen to a song <laughs> just <laughs> in an excel spreadsheet it's like you're fucking wrong yeah. <laughs> oh my god that would be really funny if Ooh. somebody like for you know an article for like it wouldn't be the New York Times. It would be like junkie. Yeah. It would be like, I tallied every song I I <laughs> wrote. For I listened to for a year to check if Spotify wrapped is accurate. I well, really think do you if you steal Spotify? that from me, pedestrian TV. Yeah, I'll fucking come for you. We are coming <laughs> for you. Uh, do you anyway. remember when iTunes, like before Apple Music, like iTunes, iTunes, you used to mm. be able to just sort by uh, how many listens a song had? Like over, not over a year, but over a lifetime. Oh, I think so, yeah. At the end, and so it would just be like whatever, like whatever you could see, like, and it was always like, you could always see what, what song was at the top or whatever. It was uh -huh. never just like an end of year thing. And I miss yeah. that. I yeah. would, like, I know that they make playlists of being like, you know, what you're into at the moment, but it's like, no, no, I need to know like the specific number of listens. But yeah. Like, Give me some like, it's, well, then there's like the other thing. I don't know if you got this, but, um. I read a few articles about people talking about being put in like the top 1% yeah, or 2% right. of a particular artist. 
I obviously got in the top 1% of listeners worldwide for Taylor Swift. Yeah, I was in Kanye's top two or something like that. Right. And, like, that in itself is it's like, okay, well, how's that calculated and, like, how big is the 1%? Because it's like, I suspect Taylor Swift's 1% is pretty big. Like, I don't take that as a person. Yeah, it's several million probably. Yeah, like, I don't take that as, like, a special accolade. No. Uh, Yeah, but I I guess... I read something that was saying it was, like, designed basically to... um to make people share it like the totally. only reason that they say that to people like you're in the top however what percent like i don't i haven't had that reaction of whenever i see oh i'm in the top however percent of kanye's listeners i'm never like i'm the ultimate kanye west fan i'm like there's probably it's like it, there are millions of people who are also in the top one percent and it's probably not true that i'm in the top yeah and yeah. i'm like i know that i'm never going to be able to compete with like the instagram oh. accounts called taylor swift love no that post edits of her yeah. every hour. If you're making That's... edits, you're far and away above as a fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, I had another, like, I guess the other thing I wanted to talk about with this is yeah. like, what does the actual social phenomenon of sharing this on social media mean, oh. if anything? Like, yeah. is it just a lighthearted, fun kind of thing or does it yeah. have some sort of greater meaning in terms of how people actually feel when they see other people's results. Like, what do you I, think about well, that? I saw like a lot of people be, like paying it out, and I was just like, I, I, I don't get why why people don't like it. I just think it's cute and innocent. Like, what's what's the problem? Yeah. I, like, I'd much rather see someone post their Spotify top artist, top whatever, than like some fucking ten reasons women are more effective as regional target managers graphic like you know those fucking specific as graphics like, no. like <laughs> Wait, obviously that's what? not actually a graphic but i think <laughs> like regional target just, like, six six ways we can support like x demographic <laughs> or y demographic annoying little yeah. boys like i don't know like everything's just like something really way too niche and like I, I get that i think it sort of feels like something that's just a bit of it's just fun, fun right yeah. and like I did. Um, did you see the thing from um, the Australian Federal Police on their Facebook? Oh, was that them They're being like, like, no one cares? Yeah, no one cares about Spotify Wrapped. And I was just, it made me so unnecessarily angry, to be honest, because I was just <laughs> like, imagine the lame fucking loser that does the social media for the AFP. And like, they wouldn't be lame as in a nerd, but lame as in like, they think that they're funny. They would caption like an Instagram photo of them and their mum and grandma with being like Saturdays are for the boys and they would listen to like Triple J. <laughs> like that's who they would be as a person and they would have yeah. thought it was so fucking on point, like just the best cutting little reference for them to mm-hmm. make. And it just sucked. And it was a me, yeah. AFP. Not your only miss of the year, but no, it was a big miss. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I feel, I mean, I'm going to get a little bit deep here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... I was, I've always kind of struggled to identify like how I really felt about Spotify wrapped Mm. Um, because like, I don't really, I don't like, I don't really read into other people sharing it. And I do kind of find it interesting to see what other people Mm. listen to. Um, But seeing my own Spotify wrapped results kind of like makes me feel a bit exposed and like, yeah, you know, all too aware of the music that I actually listen to. Like, my top artist is always Taylor Swift, which is mm. no shocker. Mm. Um, but as I said, this year, every single one of my top songs is Taylor Swift folklore. And I'm like, 
part of me is just like, God, I'm just so fucking like, I wish there was some diversity or some put back in, put into a box and that's it, right? Yeah, like, like yeah. but my point is like, I, even though I think it's like a cool Spotify feature and it's fun and I'm totally like in support of people sharing the results, I'm also conscious that like musical taste and how you respond to other people's musical tastes is not always like without judgment. It's always and with judgment. It's always with that. judgment. And <laughs> yeah. like that's part of the reason I personally don't share my Spotify results is because I like the music I listen to and like mm. I'm not going to change what I listen to because I just love like girls singing about their feelings basically. On guitars. <laughs> On girls, guitars. Girls with acoustic guitars singing about their feelings. Oh, there's a bit of electric guitar in Heim. Oh, but, sorry. I'm so sorry. But it's fine. <laughs> um... No, I like all those artists. I, like, yeah, I do too, I obviously. I do. <laughs> yeah, you and I, I feel like, do like a lot of the same artists. Yeah. And, like, but the annoying thing is, like, I'm very, like, anti-judging people for their music taste, probably yeah. because I have kind of trashed yeah, yeah. music and I'm not particularly cool with it. But, like, yeah. for some reason, Spotify Wrapped brings up this, like, teenage girl in me that feels <laughs> really ashamed about what yeah. I listen to and I look at other people's taste and I'm like, if it's cool, I'm like why are you like cool like why do you like listening to cool music I just can't oh, I can't well that's like the biggest like disparity with me and some of like our friends because they yeah. actually <laughs> genuinely enjoy listening I actually don't know what the genres are called is this house yeah. when's the person going to sing where are the lyrics like <laughs> lyrics <laughs> I'm like I can't handle that kind of shit yeah uh, I need hyper pop like that's why I like I fucking yeah. love Charlie XCX and like Kim Petra I love her too yeah and and even Carly Rae Jepsen I'm not gonna lie oh my god Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen makes is amazing good. music <laughs> and like we're not even this isn't shitty we don't we're not saying like I love like Sticky Fingers and Amy Sharp <laughs> like we like these these artists are actually like extremely talented artists they just make a specific brand of like hyper pop bubblegum pop um what's it called like future pop i don't know what it's like they, so know. many um so many names it all comes under but like um it's still like good music it's just pop music which is often considered lame i guess trash but then yeah. again it's like even you going it's good music like then i get into my this whole thing where i'm like well what is good music and like obviously i have my mm, yeah. opinions about what constitutes good mm. music but who am i to tell someone else something is trash because i think it's trash like yes i think amy shark i don't like amy shark's music Isn't in the fucking slightest hate podcasts <laughs> i hate amy shark like i <laughs> Really don't I don't like even know this song anymore. I forgot it. Just so I can adore you. It's just I just don't like any music where someone's putting on a fake voice. Oh, I, I'm but skinny enough. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, yes, it's Birdie. Birdie. Fuck. Um, yeah, and like I'll be the first to like then start trashing yeah. Dean Lewis. Alfish. Sorry. And if some, sorry, it's bad. Oh. If somebody tells me that they like Dean Lewis, I probably will judge them. No, but that's fair. I think it's fair. not though, because if no, I'm scared I'm... of if I'm scared of being judged for loving the Dixie Chicks and like the, you know Casey Musgraves, but they've made quite literally album of the year, Grammy album of the year records. I know. I don't think Dean Lewis has <laughs> but that. But as we've said, the Grammys yeah. don't mean anything. So. They don't. But in those cases, they actually quite deserve their wins, I think. I know, but yeah. then this is all coming down to personal opinion. And, like, that's why I'm so, like, I will say artists are trash. I have no qualms mm. in doing that, but I'm also very conscious of, like, anyway, yeah, I guess the only issue I know I have, what you're saying. I know what you're the saying. The only issue I have with Spotify Wrapped, and I do not judge people for posting it, I'm like, if you feel confident and you love your music taste, 
fucking good on you because mm. I don't feel that way about my own music taste. And, like, that's where I kind of I, – I'll read a quote, actually, from a Refinery29 Refinery article yeah. that, like, summed up how I felt. But it was, um, the truth is, my rap challenges the stories I tell myself about my identity and stands in opposition to the persona I want to present to the world through social media. Yeah. And what was great about this article yeah. was the chick talking was her, like, songs were, like, um, call the midwife soundtrack. <laughs> like, oh, it was really I funny. Love that it was so funny. I, my favorite of people who were in like the top zero point zero five percent of of um a certain artist in the artist is the Glee cast. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I got that. It's so so Oh, it's so funny. And like, it yeah, like I undoes, you're right. Undoes that, um, the, the persona that you create on specifically mm. online to like fit this fucking Instagram influencer that you have brand, like you are, which you can't deny because everybody has a personal brand. Yeah. Even yeah. if the brand is to have no <laughs> brand. And so you're like, well, this just isn't, this isn't fitting in for me. No, which is why you'll probably never see me posting my Spotify wrapped. And if in, in coming years, I start posting my Spotify wrapped. You'll know that it's because I've curated my yeah. Spotify to look a particular way. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going back to Apple Music. I, I don't. I'm really? Say, I like, well, probably not because I will get upset oh. again that I don't get a wrapped because that's the only reason oh. I swapped because I used to oh. use Apple Music. And now uh, you hate wrapped. Yeah, now I hate wrapped. So I'm Spotify. You, you can't get, like, I'm leaving. You, yeah. you can't have sure. my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buy eleven ninety nine a month. <laughs> They're like, oh, we don't care. Um, yeah, you lost a customer, guys. Yeah, fuck. All right. Um, I don't have anything else to say about that. Do you? What's your most like? Have you ever like listened to songs on Spotify or a particular thing on Spotify, and you've gone, "I really hope this doesn't show up in my rap." Like, is there anything you ever listened to on oh, Spotify that you're well, like, mm. nah, nah, Milton? This is a random story, but she her phone broke. For ages, so she was always on her computer listening to music, and she sent a text in our group message, being like, "Sarah, every time I'm on Spotify on the computer, because you know you can see what people are listening to, you're yeah. always listening to Little Mix." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Fair enough." No, Little Mix is good. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to my ex. <laughs> no, when you you introduced me to that song, and I listened to it. Constantly. Just, it, was, it was a fucking good song. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I think Little Mix make good good music or a fantastic artist, but they do make <laughs> some singles that kind of go off. Oh, I'm yes. not going to lie. Anyway. What's the other one? Um, Gotta get him out my head. <laughs> yes. Oh, that one's again on my gym playlist. I'm surprised it wasn't number one. Oh, God. It's too funny. Anyway, oh, we've, let's move on. Okay. Love it. Um, if you feel like sharing any embarrassing Spotify yeah. stories with us, go for it. Oh, we've been we've really embarrassed ourselves, so I think everyone. Else I think it had to be done. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so for our next story, I'm extremely excited about this one. If you're an avid TikTok user who has shown any vague interest in uh, the late 2000s or early 2010s TV show Glee, then you may have come across the insane phenomenon that is Matthew Morrison TikTok. Um, so for some background, Matthew Morrison is an actor, an off-Broadway like singer and dancer, if you can call him that, um, who played the high school teacher, Mr. Schuster, um, in Glee, who for some reason uh, was obsessed with getting, Mr. Schuster was, was obsessed with getting the Glee club going again at the high school he worked at um, because he like 
wanted to relive his Glee Club glory days. Yeah, I think For that some was... reason that storyline made sense to us in 2009, <laughs> but now looking back it's like there's weird motivation there to yeah. start with. Anyway, so, oh, my God, whatever, it doesn't make sense. For some... It's okay. <laughs> okay. I'll dance for them while you figure <laughs> <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> they can't, so, us, they can't see. Okay, so, obviously, uh, people have revisited Glee for some reason, um, and I assume this is because Glee It was got during ISO. Hey. Yeah, and yeah, ISO. I did it, so... Right, so people have revisited visited Glee, uh, and Mr. Schuster... Mr. Schuster's behaviour on the show and then more broadly Matthew Morrison. Like, why are you laughing? I'm just laughing at this intro. Why is it really laughing? <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like, it's just, I don't, it's just so many sentences. Oh, um, I'm, okay, to clarify everyone, I wrote this intro like an hour ago and I am, my brain is not fully functioning. <sighs> no, it's fine, keep going. I'm, His behaviour on the show and in live performances has been brought to light. Uh, I feel like I'm not making any sense. Anyway, this has created what's known as a niche. I just didn't make any sense. I'm so sorry. No, it is making sense. Keep going. Okay, basically, uh, Matthew Morrison TikTok is like this trend of videos, and it's usually just clips of Matthew Morrison from the show or like in his own live performances, dancing with either some form of commentary about his how he's like the worst person alive. Um, and this has just become bigger and bigger. I, I personally, when I was doing my research, found TikToks that were entirely dedicated to just making Matthew Morrison hate videos. I have to send, I'm going to put some on the Instagram later because yeah, it'll be like do. some normal TikTok, yeah. like um, a Charlie D'Amelio dancing. Yeah. And then it'll, just, it'll be a stitch with that and it'll just be Matthew Morrison's face. My favourites are the ones that, like, trigger warning, trigger warning, and it's like him dancing. But, like, a long story short, basically, this guy's become the butt of a joke that he, like, is kind of undeserving of becoming. Like, we don't yeah. know why the, it happened. The other thing I wanted to add to my, my yeah. very uh, succinct intro hmm. is um, there's a petition online that, like, 17,000 people oh, have signed no. to send Matthew Morrison to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Which I saw and I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> like, so, okay, if oh you don't God. know Matthew Morrison, like, he's just, like, he's uh, he is gross. Like, but I don't yeah. know if, like, his grossness or the way that I perceive him has been fed by this TikTok and now I just hate him for no, no, some explicable, inexplicable, inexplicable I, reason. I think that's um, what's happened with everyone because, like, yeah. I feel like he's paying for crimes that the character he played on the show committed. Mm, like his co- online choreography classes, yes, he's which are own, crimes. He's made some heart hate crimes himself. <laughs> he has. Um, so I think, but by and large, um, Will Schuster, which is the character he played, was probably is out of the two is probably um, worse. But they've become one somehow. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean. I was uh, the first question I was going to ask you was, "Are you on Matthew Morrison TikTok?" And obviously, yeah. you are. I've been on it for a while, like a few. I months. have to, <laughs> and like I've sort of like not said anything about it. But really I just assumed it was like, "All right, we're here now." Like yeah. it's pretty on brand yeah. for TikTok to just get on these bandwagons. Were you on Glee TikTok though? Like, because that's where I thought it was coming from. Because I, for some reason, am on Glee TikTok. I've Glee definitely Glee had a lot of. Lie. Uh, I've had a lot of Glee things come up. Mm. I wouldn't say I'm like regularly fed Glee TikTok, but I'm regularly fed Matthew Morrison. Yeah. Like, 
I love it. I, it I'm it, a big, a big fan of Matthew Morrison hate TikTok. Like me it's, too. Yeah. I just, I, I find it like, I guess there's a couple of things to say about it that maybe are a little bit more, a, a little bit deeper than um just oh, funny ass. But, like, <laughs> but the one thing I want to mention is, does it remind you of the Millie Bobby Brown hates gays rumor? <laughs> Because that's what I'm like. Okay, if anyone doesn't know, <laughs> sorry, there's sorry. this thing that's been on the internet for like a couple of years now, and it's just basically a lie. But people keep going with this narrative narrative that Millie Bobby Brown hates gay people and that Millie Bobby Brown is really homophobic. And she's the, like, little girl out of Stranger Things. She's, like, 14 years old. She's never done anything to indicate that she's in any way homophobic ever. Like, people just wake up that she's homophobic and all of these... Constantly that meme, it got on the news once someone posted a string of fake tweets being like, she called me like, and like all these slurs that I'm not going to repeat and then slapped me and then hit me with her car and drove out of the shopping centre car park or whatever it was. And it fully was on the news being like, Millie Bobby Brown says like, like all this shit. And she's just an innocent little girl. And like, but um, it's like one one of those things that like, I don't know why, but it's such a beautiful, I mean, not to the person it's happening to, but on the internet when people just create these like phenomenons like like Matthew Morrison, like uh, Millie Bobby Brown, and like it just, it requires no explanation for those who are consuming it. Like if there was an explanation, it would actually probably ruin it. It just exists. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's something that we accept and understand and contribute to without like, any greater meaning um but also while having a deep understanding of what makes it so funny does that make sense yeah 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 i remember you actually told me about the millie bobby brown thing Fuck. and then i ang was like oh what what are you talking about and i was like oh sarah was saying this millie bobby brown thing but i said it in a way where like i f- forgot to like i just didn't mention it was a joke like and he was like well did she really say that <laughs> I was like, yep, she did. And I just didn't tell him that I was joking. I know I do that shit way too often. But I was like, this is too good an opportunity to just like make him, for some reason, he's just believed that it's true. Um, He goes through life thinking Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things is extremely homophobic. (laughs) It's so funny. So uh, to get back to Matthew Morrison, though, I think you're right in saying it's a very similar phenomenon. Yeah. Um, But, like, I was personally a huge fan of Glee throughout my adolescence. Yeah, yeah, really. You know know I was too. Yeah, and, like, really embarrassing. I think we both embarrassed ourselves in this episode, but I owned the box sets. And like used to have the red T-shirt with Gleek in yellow. Okay, on the I front. didn't go that far, but yeah. Yep. No, no, I was, I was, I was really into Gleek. Cool. Um, it's really cool. Yeah. Gleek vibes. Um, and I think, you know, what is so incredible and wild about this whole phenomenon is that it really does show how much I think how much more critical we've become of television and how yeah. characters behave in the past ten years. So oh my God, totally, yeah. Yeah. So it came out. The show came out in two thousand and nine. And it was basically the perfect time for a show to come out like this because it actually was quite revolutionary and like quite yeah totally yeah, groundbreaking yeah, yeah. Um, in its message and the way that it was all about like lifting up kids at this school who were otherwise sort of outcasts and bringing people together of all these different kind of like backgrounds and mm. social standings and stuff. 
um, it was incredibly inclusive and like it was really celebrated at the time, even if it was a lame show. Mm. But now I think you rewatch it and you see that Will Schuster, that specific character, was quite predatory. Yeah, or it's like you rewatch it and you see that every single well in or well intentioned or good thing at the time is now the thing that makes it so like detrimentally fucked. Like it's like what he did, you mean? Well, he, any any storylines about like the storyline about um uh Santana coming out and and Finn just outs her in front of the entire school or something just tells oh everybody. God, I forgot about that. Storylines like just like all these stories. There was like a a trans girl at like, the story. All of that handled so poorly yeah so <laughs> most poorly. often by will schuster yeah and like yeah. just in general by the entire show and then the, yeah. the people that were like demonized or that were the villains it, it like sue sylvester in the yeah. show now are the heroes like the whole yes. thing flipped on its head yeah. because like it was just you know at the time it was like oh my god amazing they have a trans character but it's also the worst possible way to introduce a trans character and treat one that you've ever seen in your life like yeah yeah it wasn't the whole i don't actually remember this storyline but i did read that it was something to do with like he told i will told the trans character that they couldn't use the faculty bathroom and then like was like oh it's we have to make the, we have to do the twerking show and the twerking show had to go on. It was just, the Glee Club was no. always a priority. Um, the twerking show. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I might be completely retelling it incorrectly, but no, I agree with you in the sense. There was something about twerking. Okay. So Sue Sylvester, actually so many of the things she said are accurate now because she yeah. was calling him out for being a fucking freak. Yeah. And, like, to give people some context over what he did in this show that was strange, um, here's a few examples. Like, he duetted twice with Rachel Berry, who was meant to be a 16-year-old student. One song was Endless Love, which is the one that's like, my endless love. Like, it's a slow... I don't even remember that. Yeah. yeah, they duetted that. He did a dance singing Toxic to the class <laughs> where he, like, humped into a fedora the whole time. Yes. He would also join them That's for the some... one they use as trigger warning on TikTok. Right. Um, but he would join performances with the students and there'd be, like, sex-focused ones. Yeah. And he'd be, like, doing, like, all the... Like, with the fucking 16-year-old students. And then um, he also basically manipulated them all into joining the Glee Club, including planting drugs in Finn's locker to trick him into joining yeah. the Glee Club. That happened in, like, the first episode. And then also he just rapped, which... It in itself was a hate How crime. unnecessary. The yeah. best is the, um, when, like, I can't, look, the, the, the Glee Club was all about, like, having, like, um, everyone was, you know, the, um, they, they represented all minorities. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I can't, I think the, like, most minority minorities split off and became another Glee Club. And then when they all came back together, and, like, there were just some just regular white, kids regular white able-bodied children in the glee club and when they all sort of came back together like um you know you're gonna was like guys you have to remember you're all minorities you're in the glee club (laughs) no you're just all fucking losers you're making a choice to like ostracize yourselves (laughs) by being in the glee club just like like i was having a gleek t-shirt in high school basically being a fan of glee was a surefire way to make sure you got bullied in high school like glee was actually making it worse 
for the losers. For those kids, yeah. Fully. Yeah, because it gave it's us something ridiculous. to be... It was like, I was a fan of Doctor Who and Glee. It put a target on your back. Yeah, like, I should have been shot, you know? <laughs> okay, that's a bit too I could have been, and people would have said, that's warranted. Yeah, um, <laughs> like, well, she did like Glee. And that's Doctor Who. Doctor Who's worse, I think. Um, I also have a tweet to quote yeah, from Rachel Zegler. I actually don't know who this is, but I just saw the tweet. Wanted nothing more than to be a Glee Club member at McKinley until I rewatched Glee and realised Will Schuster should be in jail. <laughs> but I think that's what's happened. I just think it's like the reason people hate Matthew Morrison is because we've rewatched it and we've mm. realised how, you know, cooked this character is. Yeah. And also I think what doesn't help Matthew Morrison is that, like, in his normal, like, when he's at some of the videos are, like, him dancing live, yeah. he's very, like... Like, you can just imagine all the American mums who would love yeah. him. Yeah. But he's just so cringy. cringy. Like, he no. makes these faces and he's like... Oh, no. he's And he's and also, like, like, not that good of a dancer. I don't think. Like, no. he da- he's, like, fine. Like, he can dance, but he's not, like, amazing. I, I don't know I, what it is, though, that yeah. makes him so hateable. Like, it's, it's beyond the fucked character. It's, like, yeah. there's something specifically no, about him that makes him... Yeah. Comp- you cringe just watching him do anything. Yeah. Well, I think it, it's very well encapsulated by his post when um I can't remember who when was, Corey Monteith died. Was it Corey? When- no, Mark Sally. Anyway, okay, basically, two, yes, okay, a yeah. few people who were in the Glee cast have died. Two of them being Corey Monteith, who died while the show was on, and he died from a drug overdose, um, which was really really sad. And then a few years later, Mark Saling, I think that's that's his last name, Saling. Yeah. He got caught with heaps of child pornography and committed suicide. And yeah. Matthew Morrison thought it would be cool he to post a photo like a... for the three of them where he's in the middle. And it, and the caption was angel, sad face, angel. Like as in the emojis. Emojis. So like, like Matthew Morrison's the sad one in the, the middle and the other two are the, the two angel. angels. And everyone was like, uh, uh, <laughs> one, one was caught with child pornography <laughs> to start. Like it was just anyway. 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 Um, yeah, no, he just seems like a bit of a dumb idiot. Yeah, I don't what know. What do we call our fans? Little ponies. Oh, they're the little ponies. We were going to call them the dumb idiots. But then, oh, yeah, that was then the we'd be comparing them to Matthew Morrison, and that would be a hate crime. So that would be. We don't think that of you guys. No. Um, if anyone wants me to, I'll post some of our favourite Matthew Morrison TikToks because they are yeah. really good. They're um, funny. Do you have cool. anything else to say about this? Nah. Should we continue on? Yep. Okay. um, A quick word from our sponsor. This episode of The Second Estate is brought to you by My Irrational Fear of Electric Shocks. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's generous of your fear to donate to us. I sponsored this episode. Your fear did, do you mean? Yeah. It has a mind of its own. It controls my life, to be honest. Yeah. I can't get (laughs) in or out of cars. Um. In short How do you sleeves. do it? Does somebody have to lift you out? No, I have to. Like, it's fully like I look like, um, you know how there's that new thing like to do with anxiety? You have to like tap on your, have it's you called seen EFT, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, I'm basically doing that on several parts of, parts of the car. with <laughs> like different body parts so I don't get an electric shock. If I'm not wearing long sleeves, because I'm wearing long sleeves, I can pull it over my hands and like do a quick like touch of the door or often I'll just kick the car door closed. Anyway. Um, Have you ever, like, gone to a doctor about that? Uh, in what capacity? The constant electric shocks. Um, no, because I don't, I don't know. I just I don't know why I get them. I just do. I think my doctor would be like, you're a freak. 
<laughs> you already think well, so, like, yeah. but do you think you're just like rubbing your feet on the ground too much? I think or it's because like, I always wear like because I I like wear like sneakers or something, and I guess I I don't know. I'm just like mm. really prone to electric shocks. I just got a lot of electricity in my veins. Yeah, I guess maybe so. you're just like fire, like I'm you know, just you're like electric. Yeah, <laughs> yuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Um, Next one. All right. Okay. So, in a bid to save Christmas in 2020, Mariah Carey released a Christmas special on Apple TV Plus or whatever the streaming service is called. It featured several special guests, including Billy Eichner as an elf, Tiffany Haddish narrating, uh, Snoop Dogg, and a new Christmas song featuring Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson, uh, or a remix of one of Mariah's old songs. Um, we love Mariah here, so we thought it would be fun to watch and review. <laughs> Hannah, what did you think of Mariah yeah. Carey's Christmas special? Well, to give like some background into what happens in the Christmas special, oh, yeah. the, the premise of it is that um, because of 2020, there's there. So you start in the North Pole, and there's Santa and that Billy guy, who's I assume Santa's like executive assistant. He's yeah, he's main elf. Main elf, and um, basically, this Christmas spirit has been lost. Everyone's really sad, and so Santa has to call. Like, it's an emergency. He has to like call on that one person that he knows will be able to save Christmas and bring back the Christmas spirit. Um, and of course, that person is Mariah Carey, and she of answers course. it in that like, I think it's a fake chocolate box, and then it's got a bedazzled iPhone in there. Yeah, I don't know what but that was. If there was ever going to be like, in terms of the plot, if there was mm. ever going to be someone Santa would call on to help save Christmas. I'm, I there was no, I did not have to suspend my belief at all that it would. No, be no, no, no Mariah way. Carey. Yeah, like really, like if if there if that was a real thing, you couldn't call I, anyone else. She's given me Christmas cheer through this special, so... Um, Fuck me, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think it was really wholesome. It was a very wholesome... It, no, and just wholesome. cute. Like, the whole thing yeah. was just very... It was fucking confusing and like, it random. Was, like, like, like all Christmas specials, they just suck by nature. <laughs> like, shit. But, like, yeah. as far as Christmas specials go, like... It was it was one of the more enjoyable ones mm-hmm. I've seen. Did you watch Casey Musgraves Christmas special last year? No, I've heard some of the music from it, but I heaps of it. great artists. Yeah, fall fell asleep in fifteen minutes. Like they always just insist on doing these fucking long ballads that no one's heard before. It's a bit long. I did find I, when I was watching, like I love Mariah, but I was like, oh, it's sort of a bit like. I almost wish the songs were just a bit shorter. Yeah, the but then I was like, far too long. Yeah, but then I was like, I guess the whole point of this is singing. That yes, and so, and I think with like most like, I think with Christmas specials, let's just keep it to the ones we know. Let's not uh, yeah. introduce the the ballad that you've written about. You know, I don't know, a frosty winter's night mm-hmm. or something, and missing your loved ones or fucking yeah. whatever. We don't need to hear it. Just jingle bells. Happy Christmas, war it over, oh, holy night, that's fine. Like, white Christmas, let it snow, whatever. Yeah. There's, there's, like, plenty to choose from last Christmas. There's a great, great song, Silent Night. Hit hit it, please. But, like, no weird original ballads. Just well, all of these quest. originals? Like, I didn't know any of the songs um, except Silent Night. From Mariah? Yeah. You Yeah, oh, holy night, that's not an original. That's, like, a classic oh, Christmas song. And gotcha. she opened with, it wasn't her first song, like, Santa Claus is Coming to Town or something? 
It was some. It was like a was quite it? a. It was quite a. Maybe not that, but it was um, quite a big Christmas song. The first one, at least. Oh, I don't really even. I don't know. Um, I don't know. What I did you know. think of um? So, so for this special, uh, she re-recorded a a song called Oh Santa, which she came out with like ten years ago, maybe. Um, but she re-recorded it with Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson featuring, and this that was kind of like the big draw card, I suppose, of, mm-hmm. of the special. What did you think of that song? I like the song. I thought mm. it was fun and it, I thought it was cute. Like, I really liked their performance. I thought yeah. it was... It was just... In terms of this whole thing, it's just, like, a very, like... It's just easy to watch. It's yeah. not, like... It's just... It's not... There's nothing... You just... It's it, hard to like, kind of... It be, washes like, over you. <laughs> it washes yeah. over you. Exactly. Um, only thing I would really say about this particular duet is two things. One was, like, I felt like I couldn't hear Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson's vocals. Uh, yeah, I felt like the mix was... Weird as the music was way too loud and it was yeah. recorded, it wasn't live. Like, no, and same oh, as Snoop yeah. Dogg. I barely yeah, could hear I, Snoop Dogg rap. I and know. I was like, why is it so quiet? Like, I could hear Mariah, but then I was like, maybe they've mixed it in that way so that you can only hear Mariah. I wrote as an as a, like a side note, like, she EP'd this, and you can really tell that she had way too much of a hand in, in the production really? of it. It's because, like, it's just the same as when any talent, like, uh, producing or have a lot of say in something. There's always some wacky little ideas that they've put in to make right. themselves look better. And, like, I love Mariah, as everyone knows. But um, it, she was always shot from her good side. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I was, I was noticing it. The wind machine was pumping. But they referenced um, that. Like, they, they had did. six no, wind no, no, she's, machines. She's which, very self-aware. I know, which um, I love. Like, oh, even the hot, there was a whole thing just for background people there was a whole thing where they were like we've got the six wind machines ready yeah. for you like it's quite funny we, uh, she's like i yeah. see you read my rider which i love like it's so good did like, she say yeah, that yeah i, I see it. i forgot um that. um no with that song it was that the, the sound was strange um and also this is a, a criticism i think yeah. both you and i will probably have uh-huh. no fucking idea what ariana grande was no saying. idea yeah i wrote it there. i re-watched I it and i was like okay jennifer hudson <laughs> Word for word, Mariah. Stunning. Word for word, Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> you just fill in the blanks with her, like it. Honestly, and I was like, okay, do it on your own fucking album, all you want, but like, you are on. This is a once in a life opportunity for you, Ariana. You are never gonna get to sing with the goat, the greatest of all time. Yeah. Who you basically have spent your career copying. Yeah. Please just enunciate just for that five fucking bars or whatever you fucking sang because she's like, obviously been trained why did her singing teacher never focus on diction i don't know i i felt i was so happy for ariana in in that song because she did like the whistle notes with mariah like it was so cute that would have meant so much to her to be yeah. accepted by mariah carey um but i'm not gonna lie like and you know i love mariah more than anyone jennifer hudson sang them both under the table do you think so? Yeah, without a doubt. She just, it was effortless. It was, the others were, when they, okay, I love the whistle note stuff, but I feel like when it's overused, it's a bit. It's too much. It's too much. It's In the uh, ballet, when the ballerina no, was dancing. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> What's it, the, the dance of the sugar, what's it called? The sugar, sugar, sugar plum sugar fairy? Plum fairy, something. And Mariah's just doing whistle notes. The dance is <laughs> dancing to Mariah, just going. <laughs> Like, like, <laughs> no, I was lying there. I was like, I might have to skip through this because yeah. it's actually like oh. hurting to listen to. It's, is it's, yeah, like if yeah. you can imagine, like I don't know, Bar Bar Black Sheep. It's like, 
Uh, my voice is too fucking me to even try to attempt this right now, but it's just like someone screaming. <laughs> it's like, I like, like when you get to the end of a really big chorus and it's 1994 and it's golden era Mariah Carey and she throws in the whistle notes, I'm like fucking oath. Even in yeah. the later albums, I love it, but I don't yeah. know how often I need the whistle notes. It loses its effect when you hear so it. kicking myself. 10 minutes, that's okay. Um, but yeah, no, I thought, like the song's fine. It's no... All I want for Christmas, though. But nothing is, right? Nothing is. I, I do love Ariana Grande's Christmas album a few years back. Is great. Santa, tell me. Yes. If if you're you're really really That's oh a great Christmas song. So That's really good. good. I love um, it. Another thing I wanted to say was at the beginning when they're talking about um, like people losing Christmas cheer and they're looking mm. at like the globe and mm. they like bring up <laughs> Millie Bobby oh, Brown. <laughs> And Heidi Klum. No, I don't. Why them? So they br- they bring up those two as you, to use as a reference to see how people are feeling. And Millie mm. Bobby Brown and Heidi Klum are both really upset about Christmas cheer. They what? Did not Mariah, even three people. It's not even like the magic number that no, we're always no, no, used to. No, 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 no. Just two. Heidi Klum and Millie Bobby Brown. Does my is my like what's the fuck? She must like she must have scrolled through like I don't know the last few people to DM her on Instagram or something like I don't know but there's no rhyme or reason it's completely random <laughs> do you think the kids like her kids maybe love Stranger Things but Stranger Things Millie, is scary Millie Bobby Brown can make sense in terms of the kids yeah Heidi Klum I'm like who what when where how Heidi like Klum's... why maybe she's um, friends with Seal and then Seal and that, um, Heidi and Hi, Heidi and Seal were married. They're not married anymore, and so I'm thinking Mariah maybe was friends with Seal, that's and that's so how she knows. Heidi. I'm like, really? It's a but how did draw, Heidi end up in the fucking Christmas? Special. I'm not sure. Look, that I don't know. That, <laughs> that we're still working on. That's a seven degrees of separation. Or something yeah, and like. then the other thing I wanted to ask you about was, did you understand why it suddenly cut to Snoopy? Okay, uh, I think what's happened here is Apple have. <laughs> obviously just acquired the rights to the Peanuts cartoons and have oh. been like, we will give you however many millions you've asked for, Mariah, if we can put some weird fucking Snoopy fucking three-minute interlude into this special. And That makes sense. I, I assume that's what happened because I got an ad, I had like a welcome back to Apple TV Plus ad before yep. it started and I didn't skip it and it had all of these like Snoopy bits in the ad. So I reckon I they've ignored just that. It. I didn't even fucking yeah. That makes sense. Just the, yeah. like clarity around that to everyone listening. Uh, there was just this random bit. You're watching the Christmas special, and then suddenly it goes onto the TV that Mar- in, that's in Mariah's room in this Christmas in the North Pole, and it's Snoopy. Like you're just watching it, Snoopy for a few minutes. Like and the characters are like talking. Like uh, did they even sing a song? No, I don't think so. They're just sort oh of no, chatting. they did. They started singing at the end. But it was very just like Snoopy, like it just there was no explanation. It wasn't like it wasn't organically like no, it, yeah, yeah. It was uh, clunky. I think the whole thing, like even though I loved watching it and I love Mariah, oh, yeah, uh, the whole thing was like I feel like it was the storyline was pulled together in like an hour. You it know it felt I mean? like, like it was written by like. Oh, it just felt like Mariah had way too much input probably right. in this story in the script, but also the the this like. CGI, the green screen work, was not good. No. 
during that but, end of the all but, I want for Christmas bit at the end, I was like, could we at least have like they really rushed it? Clearly, had to rush through the um yeah post production th- process. I thought that when they were in the like when Mariah was in her sleigh going from oh that her, was yeah from New York to the North yeah. Pole um in her sleigh which is like an it's like a basically just looks like a sports car without a roof and it's got like the like the sleigh tracks on the bottom but that i was like oh okay so it's just there's no production budget put into cgi i feel like maybe they had to they had to pay the glam team so much much (laughs) that they couldn't afford good um good special effects the hair in the forest i know yes (laughs) oh she's Uh, you know i love when i watch her singing like and watch her and there's something odd about it. Her singing. Like her physicality as she's singing. Yeah, it's because she's it's... so conscious of the way that she presents on camera 24-7. Oh. I think that's why she doesn't. I don't know if I've found that as well. When you watch old Mariah videos and she wasn't so like my good side, you know, mm-hmm. and like obviously she was younger and she probably like felt better just about the way she looks like naturally. Yeah. She have to sit in a certain way or whatever. I I, I like she was she's such a more natural singer and she just now, looks stilted it's very like yeah 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 it's because she's like wearing these incredibly revealing outfits yeah but only wants to be photographed from one specific yeah. angle of that outfit so you're like but i thought she looked like snatched no she looked great i like, think she looks great she i just was, feel like she no i do, i was surprised because she was wore this bodysuit at the oh. beginning where she's wearing that knitted pajamas but it's like a skin tight bodysuit and i was like well my looks like it's like skinny legend, you know what I mean? Yeah, not to like promote that as an ideal. No, it's no, just, no. I was like, yeah. I was just, she I don't know, great. like, I don't know why. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, I'm interrupting you, but no, I, that's it. I don't know much um, to say. I have random other notes that was. It was cute that her boyfriend was one of the dancers. Was he? Mm-hmm. Oh, really I just love her though. Like, I just oh. feel like she's so full of class. She's so self-aware. No, yeah. I really loved her. Yeah, like when she was with too. Ariana and she did the whistles of Ariana, yeah. I was like, she is a classy yeah. bitch. Like she I just... knew how much that meant to Ariana. Yes, I think. she really knew. I feel like Ar- 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 Ariana, Mar- Mariah gets such a bad rap, but you just know she would be actually a really nice person. Yeah, I think I think she'd be quite a caring person. Like yeah. to friends. I feel like she'd actually be an incredibly good friend. Yeah, or like you know, um, obviously you don't want to get on her bad side, but I think yeah, as a as a whole, she would be. Quite a nice person. Yeah, and like I feel like she'd also probably be pretty nice to the staff. I think she would say thank you for sure. She'd be like just respectful. Anyway, yeah. I'm. It was cool, guys. Watch it. Like it's getting the Christmas cheer. You don't need to pay that much attention. You can walk out of the room if you need it's to. It's forty-five like... minutes. It's so it's not cool. long as well. Like Angus watched it with me, and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" As we started watching, and I was like, "No don't comments. Worry about it. Just, it's just fine. No questions need to be asked. You're gonna have a lot of them. Yeah. None of them are going to be answered. So just and let it doesn't it... matter." Wash over you just you. let it wash That's over it. you. You hear the greatest song of all time with a beautiful orchestral arrangement at the end. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Done. Um, all right. Great. All right. Should we go to our wrap-up yeah. segment? Yeah, we should. Okay. So our re- wrap-up segment today is a bit random. Um, but for those of you um, beca- who will know from the start of this episode, I'm from now recalling the fact that I talked about <laughs> Trish, oh, sorry. Trisha's OnlyFans. But Trisha... Paytas also recently started an emo band called Sad Boy 2005 and it's described as she's basically trying to make emo music from 2005 so from mm. like that era like so it's my chemical s- romance vibes simple, simple plan, plan. Yeah. yeah like fallout boy well, fallout boy 
Yeah. Yeah. So how did we want to do this? We just want to do a quick like. Um, I mean, should we just say what our favorite song? Oh, yeah. did I even mention at the start of the episode why the song was different? I don't think you did. Okay, well the Fuck. song. Whatever. Yeah. So okay. Yes, I reckon so. <laughs> So, to... okay, okay, so the song that was played at the start of the episode that wasn't yeah. a usual intro track, Holy Grail, um, was one of Trisha's songs called Wrong Side of Mulholland Drive. Yeah, so the thing is, so Trisha's releases music, and I, when I first started streaming it, it had like 5,000 streams, which I was like, that is so amazing because that's just no one. Now it's had about like, the the most popular ones had like 26,000, but I... I actually think this is kind of good. Like, okay. Which, okay, which was your favourite song out of all of them? Mm, well, Wrong Side of Mon- Mulholland mm. Drive, mm. Uh, which our listeners will have heard because of the intro song, but yeah. also 2005. Okay, but the only reason, I agree completely, but the only reason 2005 is good is because it's a du- direct rip from 1989 by whoever the fuck that was. By. It's the one that's like... 1985. But I actually think the lyrics in 2005 are really good. Yeah, like, I mean... actually kind of clever. Like, she's not a... I feel like I shouldn't be saying. No, I thought, like, there was some catchy catchy hooks, like, some great sort of, um, I don't know, musical terminology. There was some (laughs) some nice production, but I thought as a whole, um, it wasn't amazing music no but i was i thought it was going to be trash and it is yeah it is trash but it's 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 not terrible yeah it's well mixed trash yeah it's well produced trash it's not bad it's not it's like what wrong side of mulholland drive i might be listening to you know what i mean might make it to the gym playlist it might oh it might make it to the gym playlist like when i'm just like in a mood i might listen to the wrong side it's mulholland drive i think guess what it brought home for me is that I think most people are probably in denial that their favourite genre is indeed pop, rock, emo, pop, whatever the fuck that genre is. Yeah. I I think it, no one can – you can't deny the feeling that listening to, like, Welcome to the Black Parade gives you. Yeah, like, if you pretend that you don't, like, simple plan. <laughs> oh, sorry, goodness, Shavava directly in the microphone. <laughs> you know, what's that simple plan song, like, being – I'm just, I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. That is, you don't, say you don't like that song and I genuinely don't believe you. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city. Don't interrupt me. To see, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what's another one? Um, trying to think of like a, what's uh, another what's a fallout one? boy? I'm just gonna. People are like. Oh, oh boy. Oh, well imagine. Or is that a dip, is that Panic at the Disco? Well, I'm chasing the tears in the chant of a dog. Panic at the and Disco I is same. I can't help but to hear. No, I can't help but to. I'm sure everyone's really liking our renditions of these songs. Um, this is coming through my ears. I thought. Thanks for the memories, even, even if, if they, they weren't, weren't so, so great. great. It so good. Tastes like you, but it's sweeter. No. And there was One someone night. famous in that music video. Like, I'm no. gonna. It, Welcome to my life. Oh, I loved that one. I would scream that so mum could hear it. <laughs> it's. Oh, it's the best genre. Like, it's so, oh, it's so like, good. 
bratty little fucking, you know, 13 year old. Being Screaming like, at their mum the downstairs. Worst. Yeah. I'm just a kid and, and life is a nightmare. nightmare. And your mum's like, I just made you fucking dinner, you ungrateful little. Anyway. All right, let's end this. Yeah, let's end this. I really okay. Need to go to the toilet. So. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, bye. Bye. Wrong side, mole on the job. Okay, stop. Okay, bye. <laughs>